less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor, short with Martin Holland. Should you bring a partner into your business? Hi, welcome to this short episode of the Cash Flow Contractor. This is Martin, and today we're going to look at that question. Should you bring a partner into your business? Dave Ramsey has a great uh, quote on that subject, and he says, the only ship that won't sail is a partnership. Well, that's not entirely true. That's overly broad. I have quite a few clients who are in partnerships with other people, and uh, they've endured the years and done quite well. The partnerships can work, but a heck of a lot of them don't. Dave Ramsey, again, he says the number of business partnerships that last more than 10 years is almost zero. And I, in my experience, rank partnership conflict or partner conflict as the second leading cause of stress for most small business owners behind only cash flow problems. Now, when I say partner, I I don't just mean members of an actual partnership entity, a legal structure called a partnership. I mean anyone that you bring into your business by granting them ownership or authority or rights that you can't easily revoke. Uh, Partners, even the really good ones, add layers of complexity to any business, which makes it vital to examine the reasons closely before taking on a partner. So, So why do you want to bring on a partner? Among the reasons I hear a lot are uh, to share work and responsibilities and risk, or to bring complementary skills. So he's a pragmatist, I'm a visionary, uh, I'm really good at operations, he's really or she's really good at administrative duties, uh, to bring money. Uh, to bring ideas and strategies, to act as a sounding board that you can bounce your ideas off and give you constructive criticism, Uh, to smooth emotional peaks and valleys. I'm excitable and emotional. She's level-headed and rational. Uh, Everybody has ups and downs, and if you have a really great partner who's on the opposite curve, they can help stabilize things. Maybe you want to bring a partner in because they bring a network of connections that are important to your business. Uh, But what those reasons often mean is I'm scared and I don't believe I can do it myself or I don't know how or I've had a hard time making decisions or we're buddies. I really enjoy being around him or her and it'll be fun to hang out together. We've always gotten along all these years outside of business. Wouldn't it be fun to hang out all day long every day? Uh, Maybe I want to give out equity because... uh, instead of a payroll because it'll get me started on the cheap. Uh, might be because I'm, I'm no good at networking. Uh, I don't have the money and I can't or I don't want to borrow it myself. Uh, it's worth the time to examine our real reasons for taking on a partner because there are an awful lot of reasons not to. And among them are our decisions affect our partners and their decisions affect us. Their interests will complicate every future decision we make. Uh, Every facet of a partner's life will affect us. Changes in their mood, personal finances, family lives, their health, their aspirations and goals are among the many potential sources of future conflict. Uh, Partners are expensive. Uh, Sharing profits and proceeds from the operations and also from the future sale of a business can make an equity uh, investment in a partner far and away 
the most expensive form of financing for our company. Uh, the partner we bring on today may not be the partner we have in the future. As people's visions, values, and priorities change over time, they change. The partners that we bring on today may not be the partner we have in the future, literally. The partner we brought on, the rights that they own may pass to their children or their spouses or to creditors. Uh, partner commitments become our, com our commitments. When our partner commits their right in our company, they often commit our rights as well. Uh, and we're stuck. Partnerships are really easy to get into, even if they're just handshake partners, partnerships. And they're hard to get out of. Even the handshake partners are hard to, partnerships are hard to get out of. We take on partners for the near-term benefits, and we often cannot escape the long-term consequences. Now, there's no day, doubt that partnerships can work, but the comparative risks and rewards means that our default position should be no partners. If, uh, if you have compelling reasons and they outweigh the drawbacks that you've looked at, then we have to have some difficult discussions before we tie the knot. And in every case, those discussions should be in front of an experienced business attorney, not over a couple of beers down at the pub. There aren't any shortcuts in this. The discussion in front of the attorney should be tough. If it's not, you are avoiding the important, difficult topics. In any case, they'll be much easier and much less, less expensive to have those discussions now and in the future after hard feelings and money have shown up. And, and as additional benefit, having that discussion, you will get to learn some things about how your prospective partner behaves under pressure. An experienced deal attorney will guide you through a list of issues that, must, that, that you just have to discuss. And at a minimum, they include things like these. Hard talks about money. Who puts in money and the exchange for what? What were the salaries going to be? Who's responsible for what duties? Who is the boss? Are you co-bosses? If you're co-bosses, how do you finalize a decision if you disagree? What happens if a partner leaves? What happens if we need more money in the future? Uh, that happens all the time that people have different personal cash positions and the company needs money. One guy has the cash to put it in, the other guy doesn't. What are you gonna do about that? What happens if the company goes out of business? What happens if a partner gets a divorce? What happens if a partner dies? How and when will you distribute profits? Again, people have dish, different cash requirements and desires outside of work. Uh, one wants to leave it in the company to grow, the other wants to take it out as distributions. How are you going to handle that? What's the exit plan? Maybe you think you're gonna be in this partnership forever. Well, I think I got news for you, you're not. You're gonna die. But even before then, you're probably going to want to exit the partnership. What's a plan for succession? How can one partner buy out another partner? There, there are other considerations, but I think you're getting the idea that there's a lot to think about, and much of it, most of it won't seem relevant while you're struggling and working in the trenches trying to build a business. Partnerships bring such complexity that most of us are just better off without them. But before taking on a partner, go through the exercise. Examine your real reasons for wanting one and ask yourself, is there another way to resolve my concerns? Can I hire talent to help me? Can I learn the skills myself? Can I find a mentor to bolster my self-confidence? 
can I put up the money myself or borrow it? Do I believe strongly enough in my company that I'm going to borrow money and make it work? Can I replace cash with sweat equity? Is there a way to do that? But if you do decide you're going to bring on a partner, do not formalize any arrangements until you've had the tough discussions and only then if you're having them in front of a qualified business attorney. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.